Welcome back to the world-famous GDP Go Deep the Podcast, where we share our opinions like we have a clue. You can find us on most forms of social media, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Thank you again for your support, and remember, always go deep. Welcome back to GDP Go Deep the Podcast, or should I say the world-famous Go Deep the Podcast. Just a friendly reminder, folks, if you need your taint and your beanbag cleaned, I suggest you go over to smoothmyballs.com forward slash go deep, all one word. And when you're going through the process to get your trimming kit, use the discount code go deep, one word, and you will save 15%. Your partner will thank you and you will thank us. I guarantee it. Nobody likes a dirty bush, as Mofo always says. And also, we have our gear on the uh, the spring shop. We have masks, we have shirts, we have a whole bunch of goodies. Check it out. Let us know what you think. You can reach it either through our Twitter account, or you'll see the link in the Podbeam description of every podcast. Just click the link. If you like it, purchase it. But do me a favor. When you do purchase it, and I know a lot of people have, please, on Instagram, hashtag go do the podcast, one word, just so we can see it. I want to make sure I see that shirt and give you a like. So today's show is going to be a little different. We're going to go down a different rabbit hole. Normally, we talk about conspiracy theories. Uh, Mofo likes to talk about cars and having to use the blue pills. Or Asher Moon likes to shuffle the cards and let you know you're fucking doomed. But that's not the case today. Today, we're going to go a different direction. We're going to talk about our hearts. We're going to talk about relationships. We're going to talk about relationships from the age 35 and up. It's a little bit different. When we were last in the game, it was fucked up. So I'm going to introduce on the show, we have the one and only Asher Moon. How are you? Awesome as always. How are you? And hello to all of our listeners. I'm good. I'm good. I'm kind of scared about this show, you know, revealing other people's business is not usually my deal. Yeah, well, you know, I think that in this crazy day and age, those of us that are not happily married, you know, this is a, this is navigating this world is interesting, right? <laughs> Fucked. Absolutely. I just took a gander for myself and I was like, this is messed up. Yeah, it's, it's fun. It's interesting. <laughs> We also have the happily married, but always chewing the blue pill. Motorsports mofo, how are you, sir? Happy to be here. No blue hill. No blue No hill blue hill, hill eh? for me. No. <laughs> Jesus. I am here and I'm ready to take my lashing. <laughs> You're not here for a lashing, sir. You're here to, for a perspective. So, mofo, uh, you are a happily married individual. You have been for years and years and years. So, you're going to give us a different perspective. For those of us who were married or not married and are walking the plank, so to speak. No, I mean, I, I wouldn't even say it's walking the plank. I think it's just everyone takes different directions in life. And I don't think it, I don't think anyone is necessarily right or wrong for the direction they choose. It's just that's what uh, life is all about. Variety and the spice of life and uh, choices and, and dealing the, uh, the hand that you've been dealt. Makes sense. Can appreciate that uh, way of looking at it there, mofo. Well, so here we are. We're at the subject uh, at hand. So we are going to talk about relationships at the age of 35 and up. The game has changed. So when I was younger, of course, you know, you meet people at school, you meet them at all ages nightclubs because you're young, right? That's what you do. You go, you meet these people or, you know, depending on what your preference is and, and, and people that interest you or whatever, you know, you go to school dances, you go to people's houses, you meet their friends, you all of a sudden come to the inclination real fucking quick. You have an interest, you guys start shooting the shit, you try to see if there's any kind of interest, and then you connect from there, and then you see if there's anything more to pursue, and you just go from there. You know, when you're younger, you probably have multitudes of girlfriends, boyfriends, whatever, and that's just for the simple fact that, you know, at that age... 
you don't want to necessarily maybe to lock up you want to keep your options free you don't want labels maybe that's your that's the way you do business i'm not sure which direction you're really going for but you know when you're younger you just you know you do things differently but now we're in our age in the older ages we kind of like i always explain to people anybody that's over the age of 35 is kind of like a puppy that's just grown into its feet so we've now grown into our feet we under, we have a great understanding of what we like what we don't like, what we're willing to put up with, and what everybody's going to hit the road for because we're not putting up with that shit. So we're going to start with you, Astro Moon. What are some of those things that you feel are some of the things you're willing to put up with, not put up with, and willing to kick people to the curb for? Well, I think that, you know, in any, like, it would really depend on the specific situation, the specific person, because there are some things that I have been able to tolerate from people because I love them very much or because they bring other things to my life. And there are some things that I have, like, have been instantaneous deal breakers for me. Like, I have been single now for about nine months. And I, you know, I've, I've stepped my foot into the dating world, which has been very interesting after not being single since I was in my 20s. So, Ashley, and... let me stop you right there. Explain to me what you did to go, how you went about going in the dating world. Because, obviously, we were dealing with COVID when this is all going down. Well, that's, that's the problem. Is like... You know, when I was in my 20s, I would have gone to a club. I would have gone to a bar. I would have joined some kind of outside of work activity. Like I would have joined a team or like, you know, something like that, where I would have met somebody who has a like interest. And you know what I mean? Gone from there, right? Yeah. But in these crazy times, you can't do that anymore. So, of course, what I did was I went on the dating app. Like I only went on one. Okay. Because I, I'm, not, I'm not that like... You know, at this point now, it's only been nine months since I left my husband, so I'm not, like, ready to, like, invest into this. You know okay. what I mean? Like, yep. but also, too, like, I'm a human being, right? It's been nine months. It's been a long time. So, you know, like, I decided to go on a dating app, or one dating app, the most famous one. I'm not going to name names, but everybody knows which one I'm talking about, right? Okay. And, uh, yeah, what a shit show that can be. <laughs> um... I met some really interesting people. Like I met some awesome people who, like, I'm like I'm. I know I'm gonna stay friends with for like extent, like for a long time, right? Like there's yeah. some people who I know. Like I know one of my friends is gonna listen to this, and I cannot wait for our motorcycle ride. Shout out to my <laughs> friend. That's all I'm gonna say. Hashtag but, friend. Don't forget about Donna. Truly is a friend. Truly is a friend. But that's because we, you know, we've met up. We we realize that we're not compatible that way. Like, okay. it's not going to work that way. But I'm also not a dick. Like, you know, just because I'm not interested in somebody that way and they're not interested in me that way doesn't mean that if we don't like each other in another way, I'm not going to still be friends with them, right? Like, I get along with everybody. Okay. That's kind of how I, I am, right? But, like, you know, I've met, like, one one person who, you know, I, I went on a few dates with and, like, he was so, so proud of how he, uh, he invited me to his house, how he cleaned his house. He was so proud of himself. And I was like, okay. The fact that you're so proud of cleaning your house is a little suspect, but whatever. You know what I mean? Like, we're, we're going to just overlook this. This guy had the dirtiest fucking bathroom I've ever seen in my entire life. Like he piss all proud. over the floor? He was proud. It's, you could smell it from down the hallway. And he was proud of how he had cleaned it. And I was like, no. Oh, shit. No. Like, you are 40 years old. This is not going to happen for me. Like, if, like, you know what I mean? Like, I'm not about to be somebody's mother. I already have a child. I don't need to be somebody's mother. If you can't, like, manage the day-to-day responsibilities of, like, keeping yourself clean, keeping your place clean, like, what am I supposed to be doing there? Is that my job now? Like, uh... no, no, thank you. I, ha- I have jobs, right? <laughs> so there was, there was that guy. 
and I went another day, a couple days with another guy. He was really, really nice, and we had a really, really good time. And then one night we got, we had a few drinks, and get a few drinks from this guy, and turns out like the closet KKK hood pops out, and oh, this guy no. starts going. I was like, get out of my fucking house. Like, who the fuck are you? Do you even know who you're talking to? Like, you know, I come from a mixed family. You're the wrong person to talk to. I got, like, I'm not, I'm like, we, we do not need to have this conversation anymore. And, like, I think I'm done talking to you now. So, like, you know, and he tried to contact me a little while after, like, for, like, a little while after. And so I was like, dude, no, you are, again, 40 years old. And these are the kind of opinions that you have. And you're like, like, you're going to hide it because you know you're a piece of shit. Like, no, like, that's not cool, right? So, like, that's what I mean. Like, if you're, like, ignorant or filthy, you know, like, I don't even care, like, if people have good jobs. Like, that's not, like, that doesn't mean anything to me, right? Working hard is important. If you work, that's, you know, like, you can be, like, make minimum wage. I don't give a shit. But if you work, that's what matters, right? I'm not one of those girls who, you oh, you have to be a doctor or you have to be this. Oh, there's also too, I have been, been attempted because obviously I didn't fall for this, but there's the crazy fake doctor. And oh, really? uh, yeah, I, I met this guy. Oh yeah. This guy this sounds, is, sounds like porn hub. <laughs> yeah. No. Brought my so stethoscope is, and my measuring tape. If you get my drift. <laughs> this is a story this is a story and a half though you guys so okay. this guy tells me this guy tells me he's a doctor and he works in one of the big hospitals downtown this information is easily verifiable on the staff list of said hospital because they publish these things online right yeah so of course this guy this guy's not there and i'm like okay so you're obviously not a doctor but i'm gonna keep entertaining this because i'm bored why the fuck not right so okay. i'm gonna keep talking to this person whatever and like i actually kind of got like okay well who are you really if you're not really this doctor but he ended up like like video chatting with me like he's actually the real person that he says he is like his pictures would match him but he's just he's obviously not a doctor right yeah. So as we're, as we're talking, he's giving me all these life, you know, like, like, like life stories and whatever, like, you know, and I was like, oh, wow, that's really crazy, really cool, whatever. And like, you know, not really like, obviously, like, I know this guy's full of shit, so I'm not really like paying much attention. He also told me his dad died, but then his dad didn't die. And I was like, but you told me your dad died. He's like, no, I didn't. I was like, I can go back and look at the message where you said my dad died. But whatever, you know what I mean? Like, whatever, you're psycho. You're psycho. So, like, we'll just keep keep entertaining. I have no intention of actually physically meeting you. So we'll just keep entertaining. So anyways, he gives me all these life details. Keep the life details thing in mind, okay? Okay. So one day we're talking about music. And he st- starts telling me, like, I don't want to say the, the band's specific name because, you know, I don't want to, like, get you like get us in trouble or anything like that. But he's a big fan of a very, very, very famous band. Like, very, very famous. Like, their tickets cost hundreds of dollars for nosebleed seats. Very, very famous. Lead singer is sunglasses clad and does a lot of charity work. Okay? Like, okay. very, very big, like, big, huge band since the 80s. Okay? Like, humongous, humongous band. And if I said they're, like, if... I'm surprised people haven't figured this out already by what I've said. But anyways, so he tells me that he's a huge fan of this band. I'm not a huge fan of this band. I was like, okay, whatever, you know, they're all right. But he sends me like, he's been to like their, remember much music? He'd been to like their, their thing at much music, the whole nine yards. Like he was like a super fan. And like the amount of money this guy spent on tickets seeing them, I was like, you know, you could have put a down payment on a house with that. That's wild. But like, whatever, you know, like if Pink Floyd was still around, I might have done the same thing. So I can't really judge, right? So one day he asked me if I know who this guy is, like by an actual name. And now I didn't know who the hell this guy was, but of course I Googled it. 
because I didn't want to say, like, no, I don't know who that is. I wanted to sound smart, right? Yeah. So I Googled it first before I answered. I the lead singer of this band. And I could pull up his Wikipedia page. And I'm like, yeah, I know who this guy is. And he's like, yeah, I love this band. And he starts going on the whole thing about this band again. I was like, dude, we've already been here already. But yeah. whatever. So, like, we finished our conversation. And this lead singer's Wikipedia page is still up. So I start reading it. Can I fucking tell you guys? Every life detail this man's fake doctor gave me was on the Wikipedia page. He stole this man's life story and gave oh it to me. Oh, my God. It's all life story. I was like, who the fuck are you? You're so crazy. It was so... It's, honestly, like, these are the kind of people you meet on dating apps, guys. And this is why dating over 35 fucking sucks. Because you're like... Who are these people? Oh you know, I've never met shitty people like this when I was, well, I guess I did, but you know, and so I guess you got, you got used to them. Like, or you got to see this part earlier than you do with like the whole internet chatting and you're not really, really getting to see people who they really are until like later on down the road. Right. Because when you're talking to somebody on the internet, they're going to tell you who they want tell you yeah. you don't see the real them you don't see how they talk to a cashier in a grocery store you don't see how they react when they're stuck in traffic you know you can't look at their eyes when they're actually telling you a lie like this whole crazy life fucking story doesn't even belong to me and be like yo you're lying right like because you can you can tell that when you're looking at someone in their face and they're like inventing some stories to tell you right yeah 100 percent. so but no but i met some really nice people too like right now i'm kind of seeing somebody i guess kind of like talking to somebody and like you know it's been really nice like you know we're obviously taking things very slowly because perfect you know like i'm not like after you know my marriage was not terrible like you know like what you think of people's marriages or whatever but we were definitely not right for each other yeah and when you when you try to live in a place when you're not right with somebody it causes so much conflict. It causes so much negativity and everything. And I'm just not, I, I'm just not about like rushing into some shit like that again. No. Right? Like, you know, I like, I've taken a lot of time for myself to, you know, think about what, like, like, like what you said, what I really want, what I'm not willing to put up with, what I'm willing to offer, you know, and those kind of things are important to me. And I don't really feel like rushing into that, especially for my child. My child doesn't need to experience me going through another relationship so soon right like and I do that that's a a big thing even though my son is almost grown he's only you know he's in his mid-teens at this point my dating life and him are completely separate like he doesn't know anything about he doesn't know anything about it he doesn't need any of these people it's just not two things that I want to interact with each other at all like some people are so like oh this is uncle bob your new you know like this is my new boyfriend uncle bob this is uncle ken or whatever right or like all of those people always i'm sorry like i i'm no offense hashtag sorry anybody named bob all of these men always have one syllable names i don't know what that's about but still um but uh what's it called but like or like this is your new stepmom you know like you're like what the fuck right like you just don't do that to your children talk talk about moving along at warp speed huh well some people are like that some people like you date someone for two weeks they move into your house and then like six months later when everything falls to shit you're like oh how did that happen you know (laughs) i didn't see that coming exactly right like and i can't say that i'm not guilty of doing that before i've moved in with somebody way too soon before too and it like was a disaster and a half but i was very young you know like i learned my lesson from that which is why the move-in step is now a very slow step for me right like i don't do that fast because you need to really get to know somebody before you decide you want them in your house and you want to see them all the time and be around them and their stink and their mess and their shit all the time, right? So we can tell that you've been around John fair a bit there. 
or that I've been by myself for too long. Like now, like that's the other thing too, right? Is once you nice get to the our age and you're, you're by yourself, you might not like, you might not want to go back with anybody else. Like I like being alone. I like not having to deal with anybody else's bullshit. You know what I mean? Like I like going out for dinner on the weekends and then coming home and like you go to your house. I go up to my house. I'll talk to you in a couple of days. Bye. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, Fair enough. I, I don't have to fight with anybody like, you know, pick your fucking socks up or do not leave things without lids on in the, the, the kitchen or like, you know, like stupid shit like that, that would drive me crazy. Like I'm, I am the, I'm the master of my domain now. You know what I mean? Like, I don't have to worry about any, like the child. I just, I just try to take a cell phone. He does whatever I want. So, <laughs> so what you're explaining right now is basically some of the keys of being able to heal, move on, love yourself before you try to love others. All those, all the, all the stuff you're basically coming across, and well, yeah, like I, you, you have to fix. You have to be willing in order to have a happy relationship. I really believe this. You have to be willing to face your own issues that caused the problems in your previous relationship yeah. and work on those so you don't bring them to your next one. You have to take your failures as lessons so that 100%. you can be successful the next time they come up. Right. So I, that's I agree way, with you. That's with kind that. of the way I'm looking. I'm looking at it. I think. Nobody's going to come without any form of baggage. And I especially, well, especially at this time. And when I say baggage, I don't mean kids. I know this sometimes gets confused with each other. But I think it comes without saying that people are going to come with their triggers. And I believe that as long as party A and party B can talk, then there isn't anything they can't work through. Not that you should have to work through everything. But I'm just saying, when it comes to certain triggers, there might be something. Like if someone's been single, for years and years and years, there's a good chance they're not going to realize some of the stuff that is a part of the dating game now. You know what I mean? Or being yeah. with someone and vice versa. Someone that's not been single for a while may notice something like that and be like, hey, what the fuck? You know what I mean? So I think a lot of people need to put that in perspective. And in a couple weeks, I'm not exactly sure. But I got friends of mine that are running a new podcast and they want to come on here to kind of like share the gospel of relationships. I'm not going to spoil the name or the surprise yet, but keep your ears pierced in the next uh, month or so. And you should probably catch one of them on one of our shows talking about relationships at this particular stage. I was talking to a couple of my buddies about this type of stuff. And this is more of a male perspective. And it's kind of funny. There's this idea that this age and on, so 35 and on, it's kind of a reversal of the gender rules. And what I mean by that is for anybody that follows them, if you don't follow them, by all means, we're not judging here. We don't care. It's uh, it's all about your life and your choice. But for anything, I guess it's uh, considered more traditional. You know, when boys are growing up, we're fucking, we're just going crazy. We have all our hormones going nuts, and we're we're looking for places to lay down. Not always in that particular state, but you get my drift. So the theory is, is that when we get that twenty-year gap over, and we're you know hitting our forties. Now, uh, women that are coming into this stage now are kind of at this at this stage where they've tried to do it all properly they tried the marriage they tried to have kids they tried to do everything they're supposed to and now they're fed up they don't really want the you know the long term anymore so now they're trying to do the short term and men are trying to do the long term so it's really it's a crazy kind of like idea just to think about it i can't imagine dating in this day and age just with that idea swirling around i'm sure it's not fully with everybody because everybody doesn't have likeness of thought you know what i mean yeah, well, I was going to say, like, for me personally, like, I'm not looking for my next husband right now. You know what I mean? So if this I might be somebody, a little closer to home, I what I just somebody, said. If I meet somebody and fall in love with them, I'm not going to be like, no. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I'm, I, like I'm also like, I don't want to die by myself. <laughs> like, no. Like, 
like so you know it's kind of like 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 riding that balance right and I think I think that's kind of like you know you kind of like I think for like for me as like I guess a modern person like a modern like you know 39 year old woman who's dating now like for me I don't go into it with those kind of expectations like I did when I was younger, like this is the person I'm going to marry. This is the person I'm going to every have single person with. you, you know, met. Like, I'm going to marry this person. We're going to be great. Yeah, like I I don't go in I don't go into any of these situations with those kind of expectations. I kind of just like you know step one, let's see if we like enjoy talking to each other. Step two, let's see if we enjoy being each other like with each other in person. Step three, we'll go from there. You know <laughs> what I mean? Like I I kind of don't really I don't put all the eggs in one basket anymore. And I I think that's also learned with age and with experience that. You know, it's an easy way to get hurt, right? Yeah. I think a lot. I think a lot of these, you know, these these tactics that we talk about now as older people, I think that you know, people who have experienced things and probably have been hurt in relationships over the course of our like experiences and whatever, these might be like defense mechanisms too, right? Like ways of us to be like, okay, well, I'm, you know, I got hurt once, so we're just not going to do that again, so I don't get hurt again. And that could be why, like, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna jump into relationships because when people pull out of those relationships, it hurts right and maybe that's why men are now being like i'm not going to play the field i'm going to find somebody because playing the field like i I had somebody and i lost them and that hurt i I think though just to chime in for a second i think the other thing too is as we all get older i'm speaking from a male perspective obviously but as we all get older i think we also start to become more defensive in terms of thinking of getting into a relationship and your assets your personal assets so it's like i got to be very you know i'm thinking hypothetically that one has to be very careful who they're going to quote unquote settle down with, especially if they've got a lot more invested in, you know, a home or investments and what have you, they don't want to see themselves get into something. It goes sideways and then them have to to start over again, if you will. So late in their middle age, I I think that's something to be on the mind too. Even after go through just the drama and the stress of that, like I'm very lucky with my with my ex husband, like we're not having like a big like shitstorm over money or anything like that. Like it's not worth it to us. But for some people, like they are angry and they're spiteful and they're vindictive and they use that as a way to like just to hurt the other person. So then you actually have all this extra stress to go through too. Like, is this person going to take all my shit? Number one, but is this person going to like fight me for five years to take all my shit? You know what I mean? Like, am I going to have to be like? stressed out and constantly talking to lawyers and constantly doing meetings and you know like all of this garbage like it's just not worth it like that no. would be even worse to me than losing all of my stuff would be having to go through all that drama and that nonsense right so yeah like that that was like it was a big deal for my ex-husband and I that we were just like no there's no like you have your shit I've got my shit we're good you know what I mean like 100% that makes good. sense and we're that's good. another thing that comes up you know if you're coming from a pretty decent job and you don't necessarily care what the other person is doing so long as they're finding meaningful work and they're doing it. Do you have a prenup? Is that, is that an idea that's in the back of Astro Moon's mind? What, for like dating someone? Yeah, let's say that you're dating someone and it's starting to go in the right direction. When do you bring up the idea that let's say you have a pension, let's say you have good benefits, right? Or you have a, a fair sum of cash in the, in the bank. When do you decide that a prenup might be in order? I, I think it's something that you almost have to, you have to lay that out pretty gingerly because if you lay it out too early, the person looks at you like they're psychopath. Cause I know I'd be looking at like, if, if I was say out to dinner on the first date as an example, or second date, and all of a sudden this topic comes up, I, I'd probably be thinking like, okay, sorry, I just met you when? Like, I don't know, I, I, I suppose to me that would have to be very gingerly rolled out. Okay. Well, also too, like if you have, 
you know, if, if you don't have like, like that kind of, I guess that level of connection and trust where you can bring that up, like somebody's going to get offended. Like with my ex-husband and I, like when, I, when we first got together, it was a very unbalanced financially relationship. I was not in the greatest financial place. It was before I started my business and blah, 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 blah. Right. Yep. But I made it very, very clear to him that I was not interested in the things he had before we got together. Like I, I, and I never, I never was. Those are things he established on his own and I don't have any part of that. You know what I mean? Like we established things together and when we split up, we, we split those things equally. And that was fine by me because I don't need the things he had before we got together. And I don't think that he should take care of me forever. And you know what I mean? Like just because our relationship ended, that's dumb. Like, I think that's I pretty fair, but you also didn't have any yeah. children together. If, if I'm correct, I'm not positive. Yeah, no, no, that's, that's true. Yeah, no, I, uh, yeah. Let's, let's say you had I'm, children listener, together with that. I've, that had, I've had two husbands. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> no, what's it called? Well, that was the other thing too, right? Is when you get into relationships when you're too young and you try to like, you know, June Cleaver that shit up when you're like 19 years old, generally those things will not end up working for you either, right? Like those relationships actually working out are very rare. You know, I'm grateful that my, my first husband and I are very, very close friends now because we didn't stop liking each other because of anything that happened. We just were very young when we got together. We had too much life to live. Still. So you just grew basically and it just happened. You're going right and he was going left or vice versa. It was actually really funny. Like one day we woke up, we sat down together. I looked at him and I was like, you know, I really don't like you that much anymore. And he was like, oh, thank God. I don't really like you that much either. And like, same thing. We decided what we were going to split up out of our stuff, who was going to take our child when, you know what I mean? And it has literally been like 13 years of peacefulness and wonderfulness since, right? Thankfully, and I know we know that we are an anomaly there. Like, we know that we are not, we are an exception. We are not the rule, right? Like, most parents do not get along after they split up, like, the way that we've been able to. And that sucks for them and sure. sucks for their kids. You know what I mean? But Especially if you have a history sucks. together. Why would you want to, like, I mean, obviously, you can't reminisce about, oh, you remember the time we made out well, underneath like, the bleachers? Know, but there are, there are ex- exceptions to every rule. Like, again, like, if, you know, there had been infidelity or some kind of, like, abuse or addiction issues or something, like, you know, really negatively affecting our relationship, maybe I would feel differently now. You know what I mean? But there were no, like, there, we, we had a happy relationship. We just didn't like each other anymore. You know, we were bored of each other. We wanted to try new things in our lives, right? But we, okay. you know, we had been together, had a baby, like, had good jobs at the bank and shit by the time we were, like, 23. You know, like, we were kids still. Like, especially considering, like, now by this day's standards, we were infants still who like went out and had like a 50 year old people's lives. You yeah. Know? Like, of course, by the time we were like 25, 26, we're like, no, nah, I want to go to the club. Like, you know I, mean? I want to like, get a white girl wasted. Yeah, pretty much. I'm putting on a tube top. I'll see you later. <laughs> <laughs> but, so generally, you know, just, just by what you said, you feel that society has this ability to rush uh, couples in no matter what the, what the gender of the couple is. And then, well, when they try to do when, this and it fails, then society also then turns around and says, well, fuck you. You didn't try hard enough. Absolutely. And then we rush into new relationships because we feel like failures. And those relationships, we don't give ourselves chances to heal from and to learn, like to accept our, our own part in what happened with our previous relationships. So we just end up doing it over and over and over and over again. Right. Like we wonder why the same things keep happening when it's, you know, 
we're putting ourselves in the same situations over and over and over again, or we're attracted to the same kind of people who are not the right kind of people for us. Like, honestly, man, like, seriously, like, if I meet one more Leo, like, you guys, Leos, you don't like me. I don't <laughs> like you. Stop. Stop. Just don't swipe on my thing anymore, Leos, please. I think for <laughs> me, it's, it's uh, Gemini's. I just, oh, my God. I don't know what it is about Gemini's, but uh, they're ruthless. Sorry if you're I've a Gemini. Never once, I've never once even looked into this stuff, to be honest. Like I, really? I, it was what never you... even a factor. I just never looked into that. Like, oh, you're a Capricorn or that. What's I, your I, No, leave Capricorns alone, bro. Uh, Libra. You're Libra. Libra. Okay. So, yeah, you get along well with, like, Aquarius, Gemini, and probably, like, the fire signs a little bit better, like Aries, Sagittarius, and um, Leo a little well, bit Well, that's, I mean, though, if someone came up to me and said, oh, I'm a, I don't know, whatever. Okay, cool. I don't know. I guess I think, I think sometimes people too much suggestive thought into that stuff. But that's just you know what? my I, personal I, opinion. I actually thought the same thing, too. But then since I started on this dating app, there has been, like, plethora of fire signs. Like, I'm a cancer. Cancers do not go well with fire signs. Right. So... Pretty much every single person I've met has been an Aries, Leo, or Sagittarius, with a vast majority of them being Leos. And, like, the dirty bathroom guy, Leo. The racist guy, Leo. Um, what's it called? My husband was a Leo. Like, you know what I mean? So, like, so uh, three strikes and, and you're out just, there, Asher Moon. You got to stop fucking with Leos. Seriously, just don't worry. Like, can't just a lo- I can't just a lovely Virgo swipe on my picture, please. <laughs> no kidding. Yeah, no, but you know, it's been, it's been fun. It's been interesting. I think that because I was, you know, not single pretty much since my early twenties, right? Like this is a whole new world for me here in my late thirties, getting in on this game now. And, uh, it's, it's been very, it's been, it's definitely been a learning experience. It's been a learning experience for sure. So for you, before I pass over the mic a little bit, what is your main message to anybody that's just jumping into the game? You know what, honestly, my message for anybody just jumping into the game would be my message for anybody at any stage of the game, really, is just be honest, be yourself. You know, the people who really like you are going to like you for who you are. So you don't need to pretend to be something that you're not, you know, like, yeah, and just don't like just take your time. The right person will be the right person. You'll know. And until then, there's literally 10 million other people for you to go out and have drinks with and have fun with, yes. you know? So, like, you don't have to make every single person is going to be that one. Just no. go out, have a good time, and just see what happens. Whatever happens, happens. Just go with the flow, baby. Just go with the flow. Definitely, I think, like, the key thing is, like, be yourself. Because, uh, as obviously, Ashton has illustrated that eventually the real you is going to come out. Whether it's the first date, third date, it's eventually going to come out, fifth date, whatever be yourself and then uh, you don't have to worry about that problem exactly i couldn't agree with that more i mean i would rather be hated for who i am than for someone i'm not or loved for someone that i'm not there's just no benefit in, in any way to me for that i feel like a lot of people are just trying to impress everybody but i think that's one of the other things that i was trying to touch up on light uh or illuminate earlier if you will and that's basically just being yourself you know at the end of the day you can fake it and make it and have this grand relationship with someone. And then while you're going along, that relationship will deteriorate because you were not who you said you were. It's going to show you can't hide. I mean, you could be a, a good liar for a while, but it's going to seep out of you whether you want it to or not. And I find that more times than not, you'll start seeing your truth 
just if you uh, jump onto the spirits or, uh, you know, maybe even jump into the cannabis because that usually is almost like a truce serum, if you will. You know, I find that uh, when I'm watching all these different, I, I think I have another problem that kind of like connects with us all. And it's not even just the online dating because I've never done it. I've not done it. I've not been a part of this online world when it comes to dating. To me, it's just very, it seems sus. I'll just leave it there. It just seems sus. Everybody's always trying to show their their better life, like they're living their best life, and you know they're driving these cars, and they're living in this neighborhood, and they have this house, and they have, their kids look like this, and their kids do that, and you just kind of look at that, and you're like, so how long, how many pictures did that take, right? Like how many times yeah. did you stand in front of the mirror or uh, corner your um, phone over your head, or you know, just to get that perfect angle? How long? How long did you orchestrate that? And so that really just kind of uh, percolates in my mind. And it makes me wonder a whole bunch of different issues that are coming down the pipe, right? Like, and I think with this day and age, you know, with the baggage that we all kind of carry with each other is that, you know, you're going to have to discover real quick because of the way the pressures of society of, oh, you're, you're divorced or you're single now and you're, you're late, blah, blah, blah. And if you haven't had kids, you're going to get the pressure to get kids, you know what I mean? Or meet someone that's younger to put the burden on their back. And like, I think general rule of thumb for me is a couple of things. So let's say you're in your twenties and you're starting to date and you're like, oh fuck, I really like this person. Now I want you to, I want you to sit there and I don't want you to look for the problems because if you look for the problems, you're just setting yourself up for sabotage. You're not going to make it. Okay. But I want you to just be aware that a lot of people are going to tell you who they are. Their actions are going to illustrate who they are. And if their actions and their words don't meet somewhere in the middle, then that's not exactly who they are. So I want you to pay attention to that. You know, if they're always like, oh, that's called a red flag. Bingo. (laughs) (laughs) Also, if we're talking about getting married and you've only been together for three months, it's no problem talking about it. I have no problem talking about it. But I think if someone's already trying to plan that this is what should be going down the road, as Asher Moon already stated, that would be a red flag. I want you to pull that back. That is definitely me. a red flag. Hang the fuck up. We just, I just barely uh, seen you under the sheets. And now you already are talking marriage. Like, I know it was good, but it wasn't that fucking good. Let's be honest for a second. You know? Um, yeah. And also, too, I would I would say also, too, to add into that, don't move into anybody anybody's house before six months. No. Don't, don't ever move in with somebody before you're, like, when you're, honestly, wait at least a year, at least a year before you move in with somebody. 100%. Well, a year's not really that long of a time when you think about I know. how long That's it takes to get least, to know somebody. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Don't get it misconstrued with what I'm saying. It's no problem talking about the future of wanting to move in, the future of how you feel. You know, the maybe the eventuality that you might be interested in that person on a life a lifetime thing. That's that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying if they're like saying they're starting to plan it out, you got to be like, "Hold the fuck on." Like, you don't even have a toothbrush in my bathroom. Calm down. Like, we haven't uh, cooked a fucking meal together, you know? Like yeah, we... let's go on a, let's, let's take a weekend vacation yeah. first before we decide we're going to, like, you know, plan our whole lives together. Thing, exactly. Let's right? go for a fucking cruise. And, like, I understand with uh, COVID, this might have fucked things up a little bit in that regard, you know? So, in that case, go over to the house often. Hang out with them, on, like, once a weekend. Just kind of get to know their family. Get to know all the ins and outs first. Don't just jump into the, the fire. You know what I mean? Because sometimes it's successful, but I think more times than not, it's not successful. Well, and because you know what? Like, look at the divorce rates in North America, right? Like, even when you take your sweet ass time, still half of us end up divorced anyways. Yeah. So, you know, like, it's uh, it's one of those things that you never I, I, really know, right? I was going to say, I know someone that dated a guy, uh, a friend of mine, she dated this guy for, oh, I don't know, I guess like a year and a half or something. Maybe almost two years. Like, 
but it, in your like to, to visually speaking it seemed like yeah this is it and you know they're both very happy now they were older like they were in their mid forties. I remember she's older than me, but um, I, I specifically remember like they took a trip. They took like a week long trip to I don't know where, somewhere like Cuba or something, what have you though, and all inclusive. And I know that she said like after a couple days there, and this is keeping in mind they had dated, they had done you know different excursions, different outings, or little day trips here or two day trips here, what have you. But this was like a full uh, seven or ten day vacation. And I remember they, she came back and said, like, I can't do it anymore. Like, that just, whatever, you know, I guess happened, put it over the edge. But she said, like, he was just, like, a different person and, and, and this and that, and boom, done. And I think, again, it goes back to, like, really making sure you know the person before making that commitment of, okay, we're going to move in together. Or especially before saying, like, yes, we're going to get married. Christ, like, and, you know, I think that's where, again, like, both parties have to really be, be mindful and careful. Because no one wants to go through all the drama and the headache of, like, introducing I mean, you know, and breaking up a hundred percent hundred percent it is i it's definitely a pain in the ass right like definitely. having to restart your whole life again yeah when you're you know stressful. you're supposed to be you're supposed to be getting into the settling down part right like yep. it sucks you know that's why like it's just one of those things that you know it's i guess it's just part of life right and yes whether you're married or whether you're single like we all want to have people around us, whether they're, you know, romantic relationships or family relationships or friends or whatever it is, right? We need, we need to have people around us. So we got to figure out a way to make the relationships work somehow. Right. So. Well, that's that's just the human connection. I think that's just natural, right? People want to be around other people. I think that's part of the thing that's really, that COVID has essentially really highlighted is that we, as much as some people do like just to be at home and do their own thing, that human interaction just for your own social life or sanity has really been highlighted, right? So Seriously, I've been in more restaurants in the last two weeks than I've been in in the last, like, five years. Like, I've just gone out so many times with my friends just because I miss them. You know, I'm so happy to see my friends and be able to go out again, right? So Definitely. So, MoFo, so I'm going to apply this question to you. And just to paint the picture for everybody that's listening, um, MoFo here is happily married. He's got a gorgeous family. He's done very well for himself. Now, let's say, mofo, that that shit hit the rocks. You guys have done everything possible. You went through marriage counseling, and you just can't work it out. And let's just say, for shits and giggles, that neither one of you want what the other one's had. So whatever you guys walk away, you split it all half and half. And, you know, for that majority of things, you're happy. So now you're moving into a this new era of dating. What is going through your head when you first enter this world? in your opinion? I feel like I would be very much thinking like, I, by no means am I going to rush into anything, but I feel like I would have like the proverbial bullshit detector set on high. Much like Astro Moon was saying about like this fake doctor, you know? So I mean, something of that nature, it's like, if, if it doesn't smell right, it's like, I'm going to be, you know, very mindful. I, I'm not going to go into something with just a glaze of, oh, yeah, everything's, you know, working out so well and I'm ready to move in six months later. I yeah. feel like I'm going to be very much open-minded, but I would probably be looking for someone that does not bring a lot of drama. I don't want to hear about, you know, how they would be constantly fighting with their ex and all of a sudden it's like the whole thing becomes like a mass chess match, you know. I, I think, like, it would be like finding finding someone that is very uh, self-aware as to who they are. They're... they're 
self-sufficient, so I am not going to have to be, uh, you know, basically like a parent for them as well. You know, that, that, I think that's how I'd be looking at it, but by no means would I be rushing into anything. And I think I would make sure that I've got, um, just knowing my personality, I, I would probably, I'd take some time and I'd make sure that I have everything sort of figured out where I want to be 10, 12, 20 years from now type thing. Because you think by that, that age of, say, 35 or 40, you know, you're starting to start the early stages generally, but you're thinking about retirement, right? Yes. So where do I want to be in 20 years? And I mean, if this sort of goes sideways a second time, then it starts to derail things. So I really think I'd be looking at things almost like a business, as crazy as that sounds. I, I think I'd be looking at, okay, like, what, what steps do I need to take to make sure that I'm not, you know, getting into something that is going to be bad for myself? Because, I mean, essentially, at the end of the day, anyone out there can find someone for a weekend fling. Like, so if that's your motive, then, you know, that's not that's not a problem per se. Okay. But if you're looking for, like, the relationship and, you're, and you, you're looking for someone that you want to be real, that might take some time. And, again, like, you might have to be prepared to weed through some of the BS, like Astromood had mentioned. <laughs> no, but I just think... And I'm sure there's lots. We've all seen those dating sites, like where like there are some absolute psychopaths, and then there's people like I remember like back in the day going on a date. Um, we I met this person, and I, I I remember all these photos and everything that came through, and it's like okay, yeah, you know, and seemed like she seemed a little bit like borderline what's the word insecure and like a little bit psychopath on some things. I'm like, well, you know, you're young, let's just go like see what happens i'm telling you like this girl was like a this girl was like a tree stump and the photos <laughs> she's taking like honestly make it look like you know she's you know stretched out to like five foot eleven and you see her and it's like literally a tree stump and uh and that was just the start of like the the miss the misleading i guess or like i wouldn't even say lying but just it's like catfishing it's catfishing. It's pretending call, that there's something that they're not, right? Well, call it whatever you want. But I just, I remember thinking like, okay, enough, enough of this. But, and then go, went out on a couple of dates. So, and this girl was absolute psychopath, absolute psychopath. So I, I, I feel like I, I'd be very mindful of stuff like that. If, if the, the situation seems like, oh, it's too, too gelling, if you will, then okay. Like, let's make sure that we're, we're being objective and looking at this wide open versus just uh, falling for someone too quickly because you don't want to be alone type thing. How very Libra of you, Mofo. <laughs> oh, wow. Well, thank you, I think. No, but I mean, I'm just, I'm a very self-sufficient person. I can take care of myself and, you know, with someone, without someone, I'm still going to do my thing, right? Yeah. Ideally, it's more fun to do it with someone else. But if, uh, if I can't find that right person, but I think the biggest thing is like, I am by no means, I feel like, you know, when you're, you're first dating, it's like, oh, well, you know, oh, I'll, I'll put up with it because it's cute or I'll put up with it because, oh, you know. You're in the honeymoon uh, stage still, right? Like, yeah, call it what you will. I think now it's like, okay, well, in my case, like, this is what I'm going to do. You're either coming with me or you're not, but I'm going. So are you in or are you I'm, out? I'm going. Exactly. Versus, oh, okay, well, I, yeah, I don't really want, I didn't really want to go anyways if I actually did. I'm yeah. going to say, listen, this is what's happening, and I'm, I'm doing it. You're with or without, right? So that's how I sort of look at stuff like that. That's fair. Now, a, a question I pose for both of you, and obviously I understand, once again, Mofo, this is hypothetical for you because you're in a very good place. What boundaries, what people are you willing to accept to meet, and where is it not acceptable to meet anybody? Well, like, I don't know. It's, it's kind of hard to explain, like, 
boundaries and things like that, right? Like, why don't we say workplace, wedding, funeral? Okay. Would you consider the workplace? Would you consider a wedding? And would you consider meeting someone at a funeral? No. Okay. Well, absolutely not at the workplace. There is a longstanding rule, which I don't know if you guys know this or not, but it's you don't shit where you eat. And that's like the worst possible thing you can do is date someone you work with. Yeah. Um, like it's just the calamities that can come from that are so like your pro and con scale, your, your pros are not even visible. Your cons are like, you know what I mean? Like dropped all the way to like everything is on the con side. Right. A wedding, like, yeah, you can meet people at weddings. I think, you know, you probably don't want to like take focus from the wedding with the meeting of someone, but and funerals, yeah, that's weird. I would never... Hold on here. We're going to get Mofo's feeling on this. I, you know, I, I think I'd be, I'd be willing to meet someone at a workplace. It would have to be the right circumstances. I don't know that I want to be necessarily quite literally working side by side them all day because I think everyone does need their own personal time as COVID is also illustrated where we've seen people because they're at home all the time together that they start to like lose it. So I don't mind meeting someone in the workplace, but we have to be under the right circumstances. And I mean, like maybe we work for, if it's a big enough company, we both different situation there. We're able to meet up. That's fair. Um, a wedding. I, it almost feels like a wedding is sort of cliche. I don't know. I feel like just as soon as you say like meeting a girl, in my case, like meeting a girl at a wedding, I think of like wedding crashers. It's just like, I don't know, man. <laughs> oh, like, yeah. I go to a wedding, it's like I'm there for the, like, you know, give me the, the drinks. I say free drinks, but like, give me the drink, give me the, the whatever. I don't know you're not there for the wedding, though. <laughs> it sounds like a... I'm obviously there for the wedding, but I'm just saying, I don't know. Like, <laughs> I know, I'm just busting your balls. <laughs> it, it, would, it would honestly, it would honestly have to be like the, the right person. It would have to really be the, the right person, right circumstances. You know, if this person just came up and, uh, or I came up and we all of a sudden started talking, whatever, then maybe. But I guess I just... How 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 often does that really end up working out where you meet someone at a wedding, right? It's like, oh, so and so, they're they're single, and oh, okay, this, and then you know you're sitting at a table awkwardly, and you're just, I, I just don't see myself there. But I mean, whatever, right? Sounds like you're you're picking up for Alan Smithy there for a second ago when you're talking about weddings. We know he doesn't oh, have any God. standards. I, uh, oh Jesus! <laughs> no, you know, I, I I don't know. Like I just. Uh, a wedding? Mm, no, I can't see that. I, I personally can't for me. Um, a funeral? How dark of you, God! Um, I really, I really feel like wedding <laughs> crashers now. Um, I, I don't know where I would. I, I strongly doubt I would at a funeral. I don't go to a lot of funerals, and thankfully, touch wood. Yes. But I feel like the ones I do go to, there's like they're very close family, close friends. I just don't see it. I feel like the funeral thing is probably more of like something you would see in the movies. Okay. Yeah. Where people are picking up people at a funeral. I, I And now I've like, heard like, I've heard the science behind it and that, but again, it's just something where I don't actually see really... I, I just, I don't know. That's just weird to me, funeral. We'll have yeah, to I'm save sure. some of these questions here for Alan Smith. You know Alan Smith, he was busy. He had to go uh, drive his Jeep to the shop, I'm sure. So... <laughs> Chrysler, so it makes sense. You know, it's funny story. I have a friend of mine when we were younger. We were in school and whatever, and we had a friend that passed away, and it sucked. I mean, God bless that guy's soul or whomever you believe or talk to. We were at this funeral, and everybody was sad. And then, you know, you have the wake after, right? Mm -hmm. So anyways, uh, my one buddy ended up uh, connecting with another chick, and they were just, like, sad, and they just started talking. And it's not like I didn't think either one of them were trying to pick anybody up, but they ended up getting together for a little bit, and it obviously didn't work out. 
But uh, a lot of my friends were giving this guy a high five, and I was kind of like, "Well, we're at a, a funeral. I don't know if I'm giving you a high five, but I guess good job. I don't, I don't know." Yeah, right? seriously. And I don't, like I said, I don't think he was trying to do, but it was just kind of funny that it happened. And I've seen guys pick up chicks at weddings, and I don't know. I I've never really seen that one last out either. I think in the workplace, I'm kind of like Mofo, where if it's the right climate and it can work, great. But I think in a lot of cases, it's just depends on what kind of dangerous yes it's definitely well and and, and that's for me i think it has it would have to be like such the right i I guess i my in my time on this planet i've had the opportunity to work for some bigger companies where it's multiple under the same umbrella company they have multiple venues you know spread out so it's like yes we both might work for the same party or something and that and that's what i mean so it would very much depend upon something like that i i did i definitely do not see myself dating someone that i am i'm working side by side with every day i get it because if that goes sideways that's gonna be a shit show it isn't i mean we're supposed to be adults so god forbid that does happen right yeah but again look at at the still it's awkward it's awkward john people don't behave like adults when they break up i get it i think initially we (laughs) most people don't but i think um once the initial shock is over usually people are able to well i mean most people are able to collect their thoughts and act in in an appropriate way where they just come to terms with oh well people it's before that shock wears off so that when people act irrationally and do stupid shit like get your work involved right like so yeah no that's when you have to be careful like i i may have been in a situation like this at one point (laughs) so that's that's kind of why i'm like no you never date somebody you've worked with ever in a million years (laughs) it's just all bad news guys just trust me on this one it's all bad news god (laughs) it must be bad news i mean but I mean, when you look at the grand scale of things, without COVID involved, of course, you know, it's really, it is really harder for people 35 and up to meet people, I think, opposed to anybody 35 and younger. And, you know, most people at the age of 35 and up are, you know, at the stage where if they have quid, kids, not kids, but kids, <laughs> they're, uh, you know, they're not going to the bar every weekend. They got things to do. You know, they're, you know, trying to work on their house or getting a new house or, you know, they're working on their passion projects or, you know, whatever it may be. So I think for in a lot of ways, like work is probably in some cases, one of the only ways you actually meet people. So I can understand it. Um, do I always agree with it? No, I don't. I don't. But I would put the same, I would put it in the same way that I wouldn't necessarily trust that if you're meeting someone at a, at a bar or a club, that that person is going to be fantastic after that evening. I know how bad yeah. that sounds. It's just going to be honest with y'all yeah no it's uh, you know what though i i disagree with the it's harder to meet people when you're over 35 uh you know i have not had any problems meeting anybody like and i'm not going out i'm i'm so i'm one dating app you know like no, yeah obviously i'm very very cute so there is that too right but i also am not looking for people under 35 i'm looking for people who are over actually over 40 because I don't like dating people who are younger than me and or like even around the same age as me I prefer people who are a little older than me so guys if and, you want to uh, ship butter so that we can rub it on Ash Moon's head so she can fit through our doors to do more recordings just send it to uh, go deep the podcast at gmail.com <laughs> we would be glad to appreciate that on her behalf to make sure she can do more live recordings with us uh, I think exactly one of the other things that always kind of comes to my head is the age barrier and i know a lot of people are like no age is boundless no there is an age barrier i'm sorry to tell you so for me i think the age barrier is 10 up 10 down and anything that's past those numbers i don't 
I, I really can't see what like I think when you hit the 10 year mark, it's really hard to relate. But I, I mean, I can't yeah. obviously speak for everybody. But in my opinion, from my my own experiences, you know, after five years, it really gets kind of dicey. You know what I mean? I think, you know, six years, well, I mean, especially the difference between our generation and people who are 10 years younger than us. Yeah. It's a different world for those people. Of course. They like, grew up with the internet. You know, we we grew up with the internet just beginning and, you know, yeah, barely having access. Rom. We had one computer that had the CD-ROM in the library, and everyone was so excited when their class got to go to the computer in the library for the CD-ROM day. Yeah. Like, Yahoo chat, you know what I mean? <laughs> I'm sure MoFo yeah, was using uh, motorsports chat and wasn't sure who he was <laughs> talking to on the other end, but... <laughs> Yeah, I think it's, it's it's a very different world, and I think a lot of people just need to have their head a little screwed on tight. I think I disagree with you in the part with not meeting people online, but I think a lot of people in our age group are, I would say, really turned off with the idea of doing online dating for the simple purpose of, you know, being catfished or, you know, yeah, being I misled. Yeah, so. it's, it's the Wild West out there, right? Like, yes. So you got to be on your toes. I think in a lot of cases, this is why people are meeting people in those weird situations, you know, you know, the work, the wedding, the funeral. And I think it's probably going to be a little more common, even though, you know, everybody's got to keep a distance and yada, yada, yada. But I think it just makes it so that people are more comfortable in those situations to talk to new people and figure them out than it is to do it online. Because I think online, you know, you don't know who's on the other side and you don't know if their intentions are good and they could tell you whatever they want. Online, though, it allows you to, like, I think it gives some more people shy people and be more confident though too right yeah, yeah. Well, make, you just, so you that there access, is something to consider you have access to more people that you wouldn't have like you know what i mean like you like this is the like when you're on one of these dating apps you can like, like this you can now like imagine when you're on the subway and you see somebody who's good looking and you want to go say something but you don't do that because that's weird you just don't you know what i mean but yeah. being on one of these dating apps is like oh there's that cute person on the subway i can swipe on that person yeah and now you're not a creep now you're actually getting talked to somebody who you think is cute so it's like it opens up actually so much more doors for people than would have been open for them in places where they could only actually talk to people before See, this is where I disagree with that whole online thing. I think you need to work for it. I think you need to be able to talk to people in person. You need to be able to walk over and have that confidence to say, hey, how's it going? Blah, 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 blah. You don't have to tell them necessarily, oh, I feel so good about you. Can I, can I also though, can I like make, can I give a suggestion to every male listener, sure. every age group, from every woman on the planet? I already know this is going. Don't, uh, don't, don't do that. Nobody comes. Don't what? Hey baby, hey baby! Oh. Don't honk your horn at me! Don't fucking honk your horn! Don't slow down your car and start driving slow beside. Like fuck off! That's creepy psycho shit. Nobody is ever the kind of girl who's gonna respond to that. Is not the kind of girl you want to deal with. Okay, like just don't do that to women. It's not nice. There you go. End of my rant. That's fair. Uh, there's nothing wrong with that. I think a little common decency goes a long way, and you know if. Uh, you know, some people are going to do whatever they do and the, that's just how they work. But for me, I just feel like the internet takes out the the pressure. You know what I mean? You need that pressure. You need to be The other True. person needs to be able to see that you are you can handle yourself under pressure. Nobody does well, that's that that's what the first date is for, though. Yeah, but I think if you've already talked for hours and hours via text or phone call or video chat or however the kids do it these days, I think it really takes away from that. And I think we need that a little bit. I don't want to necessarily be on edge if that were me. But at the same point, it just helps me like kind of navigate control and discipline. And it shows that I can do that stuff and, you know, kind of like go through the night. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like 
that's an aspect that's like an ingredient an ingredient that's missing throughout the whole thing you know well you know what we're gonna have to do that once the pandemic is over we're gonna have to revisit this topic and see how dating over 35 has changed once the world is back open up again well i'll have, I'll have you know um the friends i was speaking about earlier they're on a new show that starts on july 29th called the single situation we're gonna have these ladies on board with you asher moon in a future Ooh. show and we are going to do a collab talking about this because this is what they specialize in. These ladies, they know about the online dating stuff. They can really um, spread that world open for us, really. Right on. That sounds wicked. Well, you know you know, I'm going to be down for that. Always. Always. Asher Moon, I'm so thankful for your time on this subject. I know it's kind of private and you kind of gave us a little taste of what's up. And I'm sure the listener uh, also appreciates it. Yeah, no worries. Well, you know, I always love to talk all my shit, so it's fine. And to all, to all of to all of my dating app boys, I'm sorry. I love you all. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, no dick pics, bro. Come on. Yeah, no, don't do that either. No one ever want no. Even when even when we're all worked up, we don't want to see that in a picture form. We don't. It's so, gross. Rule of thumb is unless you're asked, don't send it. And second of all, nobody cares how big or small it is. Don't send it. <laughs> you know, just <laughs> just gonna put it out there. And uh, before before you switch over, though, make sure you guys please follow me, Ash Montero, hashtag Ash Montero. Look for me on all of the social medias. I'm there. I do readings. I would love to read your cards for you and talk to you about what relationship stuff is coming your way. And also, too, give me a name for my segment, guys. Yes, we're going to have this on Twitter. I need a name for my segment. So look on the GoDeep Twitter. Look on my Twitter, Astrotero, and see the details for the contest about how to name my segment. Yes. I love you all. Thank you for listening. Uh, Mofo had to go, but he wanted to let me know that uh, he loves all the folks that listen. Uh, you can follow him on Instagram as well, More Sports Mofo. Yeah, look for the guy that doesn't like Chrysler. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure he's going to be shaking his head when I said that or laughing. One or the other. Uh, folks, don't forget smoothmyballs.com forward slash go deep. Uh, we have a discount for you 15% keeping, keeping your, your bush cleaned up minimum or trimming it all the way off without the concern of nipping or chipping at your stump. And folks, trust me, when you go through this process and you uh, go to purchase this item, Simply, uh, in the discount section, put in "go deep" one word, and you'll save fifteen percent. Your partner will thank you, and you will thank us. We also have our gear at the store. All the details are either on uh, our Twitter account on GD uh, for GDP, or it is on the information that's connected to Podbeam, which is our host site for this podcast. Folks, a wise person once told me, "Nobody likes to tip, so that's why we go deep." Welcome back to the world famous GDP Go Deep the podcast where we share our opinions like we have a clue. You can find us on most forms of social media, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Thank you again for your support. And remember, always go deep.